Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Have you come across this video currently doing the rounds on Facebook? 5G is designed to deliver concentrated and focused electromagnetic radiation and will result in a massive increase in inescapable, involuntary exposure to wireless radiation. There's a real fear at the moment that the new 5G mobile network causes cancer. Today, we're going to go through the claims being made in this video to see how much of it is truth and whether faster internet could also be a fast track to the doctor's office. As we walk around today using our wirelessly connected devices, we've created a bit of a problem. You see, we're still using the same radio frequency bandwidths we've been using since before smartphones were as advanced as they are now, which means it's getting very, very crowded in there. The answer to this is to explore other parts of the radio frequency spectrum to see if they can be used to transmit data. One of those areas, the one being used for 5G, uses millimetre waves on a higher frequency, between 30 and 300 gigahertz compared to under 6. They're called millimetre waves because that's exactly what they are. They measure in length from 1 to 10 millimetres, compared to radio waves which are tens of centimetres long, like 3 and 4G. Satellite operators and radar systems already use this space, but it does have its limitations. For example, they don't travel through buildings very well, and they can be absorbed by trees and rain. That's why they'll need to use more antennas scattered throughout our environment every 250 metres or so. They're called small cells that can be stuck on light poles or buildings. A video which makes a stack of claims about the cancer-causing properties of the 5G network has been doing the rounds on social media. It was uploaded by self-proclaimed visionary, disruptor, blogger and freedom creator Jesse Rymers with a call to sign a change.org petition to stop the 5G rollout until there's an independent study done on its biological impacts. Today, Dr Gillian Hirth from the Australian Radiation Protection and Nuclear Safety Agency and one of Australia's most trusted scientists, Dr Carl Kruslinski, are going to take us through the claims one by one, starting with this one. Our PANZA claim that they are an independent organisation. However, they receive $1 million annually from the wireless industry. Dr Hirth, that's the organisation that you work for. Is that statement true? Is our PANZA taking money from the companies who are creating the 5G network? Uh, no, that's not correct. Our PANZA is partly funded by government. We receive a bit over 50% of our revenue from government appropriation and the remainder through our own source revenue, which includes cost recovery arrangements for our regulatory services and other fee-for-service activities that we undertake. Our PANSA doesn't receive any funding from industry, be that the telecommunication industry or any other industry. So that does mean that you are in fact independent because a video does go on to claim that you are not independent, (laughs) but if you don't take money Uh, from industry, yes, you are independent? uh, We work independently and we're also independent from other parts of government. We're established as an independent organisation under the Arpans Act, which was brought into being in 1998. 
Okay, next up, the video makes this claim. RPANSA, the Australian Radiation Protection and Nuclear Safety Agency, who set the safety standard limits, say that the 5G network is included within their limits. However, this limit is set at 100 times higher than most other countries worldwide. Dr Hearth, any truth to that? The Australian standard is based on international guidelines and these are used by a large number of countries in the world, the same guidelines. There are a small number of countries that have chosen to impose stricter standards, but you'll find that the decision to implement stricter standards has not been based on credible scientific evidence and that they have made those decisions to reduce the standards for other reasons. I'm not sure whether it's true to say that you can that the emissions from these towers will be 100 times greater than in those countries that set lower limits. All I can say is that the emissions from any of the towers in Australia will be in compliance with our standards and will be lower than the standards that set in Australia and that's also used in a large number of countries around the world. So now we move on to the science of 5G. Is there any evidence that the 5G network will cause any of the health issues that the Change.org petition claims it does? Let's ask one of Australia's most trusted science voices, Dr Carl Krasinski. Dr Carl, this is one of the claims made in the video. The evidence that radio frequency radiation is harmful to living organisms forms a literature base of over 10,000 peer-reviewed studies. Now, I've followed the links to the studies which are in the Change.org petition and, look, I'm no scientist, so I'm trying to understand from the summary of all of them, but they say these are peer-reviewed studies that show a definite biological harm in 5G that it can cause cancer or cellular stress, chronic disease, reproductive and genetic disorders, even mental health issues. How do I know that these studies aren't giving me the truth? Ah, what we're dealing here, um, Dr. Claire, is a fact that I call the BAF. Are you familiar with this? No. The BAF is the bulldust asymmetry factor. So you've given about five separate statements, and I was ticking them off and writing little notes. Uh, each one is incorrect, and each one to refute has a BAF or bulldust asymmetry factor of somewhere between 20 to 400. So you say something, you quote something that's wrong in four seconds. And it'll take me 400 seconds to refute it right? and show that it's wrong. And so by piling a whole bunch of these things together, you give the impression that there is, in fact, a whole lot of peer-reviewed literature proving that non-ionizing radiation causes cancer and has bad health effects. And the straight answer is no. It's like saying global warming isn't real or that the earth is flat. But if you say it fast enough and confidently enough, then people who are not skilled in that area don't have the time or the knowledge to go through and debunk each one. Got it. Now, it has already been claimed that vast numbers of people have died from various cancers given to them by the evil 5G radiation, which apparently has also killed vast swathes of forests across the world. Now, that's amazingly fast acting even for the, for any sort of radiation, considering that it only really took off at the beginning of this year. So straight away, we're dealing with claims that you have to then go looking for to see if they're real and you find out that they're not. But the time that it takes you is 400 times longer than it takes to make the claim. Now, the two big studies that are quoted with regard to mobile phone radiation causing cancer come from November 2018 and they're called the NTP Technical Report, National Toxicology Program. And one of them is called 
toxicology and carcinogenesis studies in certain types of mice gives you fancy number numbers, exposed to whole body radiofrequency radiation at frequency 1900 megahertz and modulations GSM CDMA used by cell phones, and that's mice. And the other one is similar. It looks at Sprague, Dawley, SD rats exposed to whole body radiation at 900 uh, megahertz. I've read these papers, every bit of it, right all the way through. One of the, they've each got about 300 pages in them. And when you read the actual study, you'll find that in each case, the, right, the mice they're expo- and the rats, they're exposed to radiation. Wait for it. They lived longer than the rats that did not get exposed. Mm. And then when you – okay, let's just sort of drill down into it. The rat one. The rat one looked at mobile phones running at 900 megahertz. You had about 180 male and female rats exposed to very high levels of this radiation over their whole body, not just their heads, much higher than you'd get from a mobile phone. And they were exposed for nine hours a day for two years continuously, their whole life. They did have a longer life expectancy, the male rats, but they also had more cancers of the heart and brain. And you're thinking, but how come they live longer? And then you, you find another problem. But this more cancers of the heart and brain was only for the male rats, not the female rats. So straight away thinking, this study is kind of odd because we're not getting consistent results. Now, the other study um, looked at the mice, 180 of them, male and female, 1900 megahertz. Again, very high levels of radiation, nine hours a day for two years continuously. Again, the rats who are exposed to the radiation live longer, not shorter. And there was an increase in cancers in the male mice, the skin and lungs, and in malignant lymphomas, but only for the female mice. So you're getting this sort of weird scattering. The thing you should realize about Sprague-Dawley rats and my, uh, rats is that they are very good at getting cancer. In fact, they're specially chosen so that people can easily induce cancers by giving them some sort of toxicological agent, and they'll have cancer anyway. The total number of rats with cancer was down in the single digits. This is an incredibly small sample size. So what we've got is a very small study study with single-digit numbers of rats and mice with cancer where when they're exposed to the 5G radiation or, or, or the 3 and 4G radiation, they live longer, and that's been interpreted into – Mobile phones cause cancer, mm. and so does 5G. So we're dealing here with a, an effect which, if there is one, is incredibly subtle. The studies that show it does have some effect that we know have been proven, what effect will electromagnetic radiation actually have on me? Um, it'll warm your skin up by about a millionth of a degree maybe. So basically, there is zero evidence that any of the Gs, 3, 4 or 5, cause cancer. And the studies that say there is are limited. And if you're worried about the World Health Organization research team classifying all radio frequency emissions as a possible carcinogen, bear in mind they also put pickles and aloe vera in the same category. That's all for The Quickie today. For more episodes, head to mamamia.com.au forward slash The Quickie. And if you're looking for something else to listen to, head on over to our other podcast, Your Beauty. You can check out the daily edited CEO, Alice Tran's fresh, relatable response to beauty.